Hello, and welcome to the Graceful and Gritty podcast. My name is Sydney. I'm your host. I'm a wife, business owner, lifelong learner, and follower of Jesus. I was born and raised in Colorado and live here with my wonderful husband of six years. I'm passionate about people and have a knack for business. My hope is that we can learn together about doing life with grace and grit. We'll talk about all things life from faith and finance to business and balance. My prayer is that this will be a place of help, encouragement, honest conversation, and authentic growth. Thank you for joining me. In our last episode, we talked about misplaced trust and how the Bible teaches us that there is no scenario where God condones, recommends, gives advice that we are ever supposed to trust a human or another person. He always consistently throughout the entire scripture teaches us that we are supposed to trust God and that our ultimate worth, our ultimate value, our ultimate viewpoints of perspective and life and focus are supposed to be towards God first and foremost. Uh, And so we had a really good conversation about misplaced trust and the inadvertent consequences of when we put it in the wrong places and the peace and joy and confidence that we get when we put it in God alone. And that podcast generated a lot of great conversation. I had several people reach out and message me, got to have um, some conversations with friends that had listened to it, that it seemed to strike a chord within people because trust is such a big deal and it's such a hard thing, but it's so foundational to all of our relationships, our working relationships, our church relationships, our family, parent, children, siblings, cousins, grandparents, our spouse relationships. And so trust touches every single one of those in one way or another and mistrust does too, right? There's people that we don't trust and we don't like. Um, and there's people that we do feel like we can put an element of trust in. And what does that look like? How do we navigate that? The Bible says that we're supposed to trust God, but there are elements of trust in other people in that we have to place in other people in order to function and do life together. For example, and this might be a silly example, but it's, it helps kind of bring the picture to life. Amazon. Amazon is a modern marvel. Okay. Um, it helps me keep my life together in ways that I wouldn't be able to keep it together otherwise. And so I trust Amazon in a sense. And I think that there's probably different words that we need to be able to use to differentiate the ultimate trust that we have in God for our eternity and for our life and for our tomorrow and for the food on our table and the roof over our head and for for care. That's an element of trust that we talked about last week and how the it breaks down when it's placed in the wrong wrong people or wrong institutions. But there is an element of trust that we have to put in other people. So for Amazon, I trust that they're going to keep my credit card information safe. I have it on file. I go in to the app. I find whatever I need. I put it in my cart. I place the order and I trust that they're going to process it, that they're going to put it in a box, that they're going to ship it to me and it's going to show up on my doorstep whenever it shows up on my doorstep. So there is an element of trust there, right? They've got personal information. They've got financial information. They've got where I live, what my name is, um, personal preferences. They track, we think you're going to be interested in this deal. And based off of your previous purchase history, we think you're going to like this. So there's an element of trust that is placed in Amazon, right? Um, And so I think, I wish that I had two different words 
for trust or three or four. Um, one kind of condoning the trust that we place in God for our soul, for our eternity, for our joy, for life, um, but also a level of trust that we put um, in institutions. We trust that our court system is going to do what it's supposed to do. To be honest, that trust for me is greatly shaken and extremely low. Uh, we have trust in the medical profession that they're going to be healthcare providers, which is another one of those trusts that has been greatly shaken, particularly over the last few years. Uh, there's an element of trust that I trust my spouse. I trust Andrew to care for me and to love me and to do life with me. Uh, we trust friends. We trust siblings. I trust the leaders that work for me, that they're going to help me take really good care of my business. And so today's episode, I want to talk about two different things that both correlate. The first one is what happens when the trust that we do place in people or institutions gets broken? Because that's formative. I know that when that's happened for me in my life, it's changed my outlook. It's changed how I approach life and people and guarding my heart and guarding my emotions and putting up walls. So it's it's changed. You know, broken trust has changed the way I operate and the way I show up in life. And we've all probably had experiences like that where we have to decide what we do with trust when it's broken. And on the other hand, I want to talk about the what we trust God for that we don't trust anybody else for. Because I think it's important that we make the distinction between those two different things. And I don't have two different words for it. So bear with me as I try to separate the two, but also bring them home to how do we navigate that? Um, because again, I've gotten many messages and people reaching out that I think the conversation about trust was one that resonated. And so there's nuance to it and there's more to it than just straightforward. And I think there's a lot of things in life like that 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 require having conversations to talk through it and understand it better in a deeper way and from different perspectives. And so I want to take the time today to really attempt to do that based off of the response from the last conversation about misplaced trust. And so a couple of the things that people talked to me about was um, how much of a struggle it is to trust and how much how much it hurts when that trust is broken. Um, and honestly, it's oftentimes the people that are closest to us that hurt us the most because we're vulnerable with them and we're open with them and they know about our lives and they know about the things that are dearest to us and most important to us and they have the ability to help the most and they have the ability to hurt the most. And sometimes they hurt us purposefully, right? Sometimes trust is broken on purpose because people um, are hurt or want to lash out or are mean and we're all capable of that. Sometimes trust is broken and we hurt and we struggle inadvertently. We do things that hurt other people without even meaning to do it because we are all human and we are all imperfect beings. And that's why we need God so much because he is perfect and he's the healer and he puts all of those broken pieces back together again when we allow him to. But what happens when we do put our trust in a person and they let us down or they lie to us or they break a confidence or they hurt us some way? Well, that's how you get 
broken, a broken heart. That's how you get disappointed. That's how you build walls and you isolate and you pull away from people. That's how you, um, that's how people start down the path of depression and drug abuse and alcohol abuse and brokenness leads to more brokenness. Fractured relationships can happen. Distrust can happen. And it's easy sometimes to say, well, God, I trust you. I just don't trust other people. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stay focused on you, but I'm going to isolate myself away from other people. And God says, yes, I understand that that's a reaction to pain and to hurt. And you're trying to figure out how to cope with that and deal with it. But that is not the correct response because we are we're in the world for as long as we're in the world and we're in the world for a purpose. And that's to love God and to love people and to serve them and to bring glory to God and to point other people to Jesus. And we can't do that if we take the broken pieces of our heart or broken trust and we sweep them all up and we lock them away in a, in, in a tower and we build walls around ourselves and we don't ever connect because you can't have love without connection. And that's so hard right? Especially when trust has been broken, especially when you're struggling in a relationship, especially when things are broken or your heart is hurting. And I understand that. And so, but you can't, you can't isolate and serve God the way he calls us to. You can't um, tuck away the broken pieces of your heart and build a tower and go away because connection is what love is. And it's connecting even when it's hard and even when it's challenging. And even if you don't have all the answers and you don't know what to do next or how to do it. And so the first thing is to differentiate between ultimate trust in God and the day-to-day trust and the life trust that we do place in other people or in institutions or in things. So here's, here's the difference. Trust in God is ultimate trust with no reservations, no question marks, no strings attached, just trust. I think another word for that perhaps is faith. Because the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so I think that's how I'm going to differentiate it, is when we're talking about trust with other people, that's that's going to be people or things. But when I talk about faith, Faith is ultimate trust in God. And here are the things that we ultimately trust him for. Salvation. Salvation is number one, eternity. God is trustworthy with our eternity, with our forever. And we can rest in that and we can believe that and we can know that with absolute certainty. No questions. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. When we understand that Jesus came to earth to die for our sins as a perfect, perfect being, perfect, perfectly human and perfectly God, he lived the entire human experience without sin, born of a virgin. He died, was buried and rose again three days later for us to be able to repair the brokenness. That is the price that it took. And he sacrificed it gladly. He chose it. And he didn't have to. So we can put our ultimate trust in God for our eternity. And if you have never done that before, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. You read about, there was a man, he was an Ethiopian. He was from Ethiopia and he found a scroll that was named, it was a book. It was the name of Isaiah. 
And he was reading this book called Isaiah. He was reading the scroll and he didn't understand, but he prayed and he said, I don't understand. Would you please bring me to understanding? And God brought Philip, the evangelist, to the Ethiopian to help him explain and understand. And it says that he opened up the scroll and he preached unto him Jesus from the Old Testament, from Isaiah. So if you've never placed your ultimate trust for eternity in God, then the rest of this doesn't really matter. It doesn't. Because if we don't place our ultimate faith in God for our eternity, then how are we supposed to navigate day-to-day life? How are we supposed to navigate trust in other people? How are we going to supposed to navigate faith for God to provide when there doesn't seem to be a way or God to, to protect or God to repair broken relationships and broken hearts and the broken pieces of our life? How are we supposed to trust him with that if we haven't trusted him for our absolute eternity? So that's the first thing is our faith first and foremost for our eternity and for our, for our eternal soul has to be in God. And God says that if we understand that Jesus came and sacrificed himself so that we could have that opportunity and we accept it, if we've never done that, then the rest of it doesn't matter. And so if you haven't done that, today's the day. Today's the day you need to make sure that your eternity is certain. Call me, email me, reach out to me via social media, come talk to me. I would love the opportunity to show you that first step of absolute trust because that's the starting point for it all. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that we can have faith in God, absolute trust for peace and for joy. Now that doesn't mean circumstances because circumstances are going to change. Circumstances are going to go up and down. We're going to find ourselves in good circumstances and we're going to find ourselves in bad circumstances. That's life. Um, There's going to be pain. There's going to be heartbreak. There's going to be struggle. But really, how can you overcome? How can you be an overcomer if you don't face those things? From time to time, our world is going to be completely rocked. And we're going to question everything we know and who we are and the choices we've made. But God says that ultimately we can trust him for our joy and our faith and our peace. And that's where when we put our trust in other people for peace or for our joy or for our happiness, that's when we set ourselves in a place to have our hearts broken in a gut-wrenching, heartbreaking sort of way is when we trust other people to give us confidence or balance or peace or joy, they cannot carry that responsibility just as we can't carry it for them because I'm not ever going to be the ultimate answer for anybody in my life because I can't offer salvation. I can't offer eternity. I can't offer bringing your soul to life. So when you trust me, you're taking a risk that I'm going to break it, that I'm going to let you down, that I'm going to hurt you. When we place our trust in other people, we are taking the risk that they're going to let us down. They're going to hurt us. They're going to break us. So we have to understand that we cannot put our trust in other people to fulfill our lives, to bring us purpose, to bring us joy, to bring us peace. Only God can do that. And when we put our, don't be surprised when humans human, (laughs) understand that we will all let people down and people will all let us down. So what's the answer? If we all know trust is going to get broken, but there has to be an element of trust in order for there to be love, in order for there to be connection, 
And in order for us to fulfill our purpose and who God has called us to be, then what's the answer? Well, God's the answer. When we put our trust in him, then he allows us and gives us the discernment to trust other people. So for example, one of my biggest struggles when I met my husband was that I didn't know if I could trust him. And God said, it's not about trusting him. It's about trusting me. This is the person that I've created for you to be with. And so I need you to trust me and step out in faith. And I did. And now we've been married for six years. And I can truthfully tell you that we are still madly in love. We love each other. We love doing life together. We've grown closer. We've been through some trials now. We've been through some hard things. And so we loved each other in the beginning. But now that love has been tested. It's been tried. It's been through the fire. And it's come out deeper and stronger and purer because of it. And we'll do a podcast about how to do that because it that doesn't happen on accident. And that's not everybody's story. And I know that. Um, and I'm thankful for God's grace. But I can tell you completely honestly that there have been times when I have broken Drew's trust. I've hurt him. I've let him down. I've made him feel betrayed. And, and not intentionally because I love him. And because he's my husband, he's my spouse. I prayed for him from the time I was 14 years old, nearly every day until we got married on my 25th birthday, <laughs> I prayed for him. I prayed for his life and his future and our life together and our future. And I can tell you that in the time that we've done life together, I've hurt him. I've let him down. I've broken his trust. And on the flip side of that, he's also broken my trust and he's hurt me and he's let me down. But I can also tell you that whether or not I'm supposed to do life with him is not based on whether or not we've done that to each other. It's based on the fact that God called us together. We are equally yoked. So that's also very important is when you're trusting somebody, you have to be on the same page spiritually. Because if you're not, then then you don't have that foundation to fall back on. And marriage is already hard enough as it is. Relationships are already hard enough as it is. And I know I'm talking about this in the context of a marriage relationship, but this applies to your best friend. This applies to your parents. This applies to the people that you surround yourself with. It, it applies across the board because God's principles are consistent and they're steady and they're true no matter what. And so... The fact that we've hurt each other or broken each other's heart or let each other down or failed each other does not mean that we're not meant to be together or that we can't trust each other to do life together. But it's not absolute faith in the other person that we're not going to do that. It's absolute faith that God has called us to do life together and that God is going to bring us through those things and that we can trust him for our joy. Drew is not my source of joy. Now, he brings me so much happiness, and I can't imagine doing life with anybody else because I love doing life with this man so much. But he's not my source of joy. He's not my source of hope. He's not my foundation for the future. He's not the reason that I get up and want to serve God in the morning. He's the reason that we get to do it together. And when his focus is to do that and my focus is to do that, then even when we mess up, then we're able to pour out 
buckets of grace on each other and love each other and come together and say, hey, that hurt, but I forgive you and I love you and let's get up and let's keep doing this. The Bible says a just man falls seven times and gets up again. Bible says that we're supposed to forgive 70 times seven. So this concept of grace is how we navigate broken trust. Now that doesn't mean to blindly trust somebody, you know, narcissists, narcissists are real. Bad people are real. People that are manipulative and controlling and hurtful and bitter and mean on purpose because they can be are real. As a matter of fact, my entire restaurant team got to experience somebody like that yesterday. We have um, quarterly inspections and we get one that's unannounced and one that's announced. So one we get to prepare for and train for. And that way we can fill in any of the gaps. And hopefully when we get to the one that we are is unannounced, we can really uh, knock it out of the park and strive to do a really good job. So yesterday we had an unannounced food safety, workplace safety audit inspection, which we get once a quarter. So we're almost to the end of the first quarter. We hadn't gotten ours yet, so we knew it was coming. But um, this lady is mean and she is nitpicky and snarky and uh, condescending, just, just absolutely awful. She's just awful. I mean, she was in the restaurant for probably an hour and a half and she had the entire team on absolute eggshells. Like the tension was so thick you could absolutely cut it with a knife. Don't know. Don't know why she's like that. And um, I mean, I even said, hey, good morning. You know, we were expecting you here soon. I like your shirt. And she's like, yeah, well, I'm doing an inspection right now. And I was like, okay, carry on. I'm just gonna put my seatbelt on and hope for the best at this point. Um, so there are people that you cannot put trust in that, that repairing broken trust shouldn't happen. And I understand that, but we're talking about those people that God has called us to do life with our church family, that we're extensions of each other, our spouse, our family, our community, because God plants us where he plants us for a reason. And so we have to understand that they are not the ultimate answer for our peace, for our joy, for our eternity, for our soul. But they are the people that we're supposed to pour grace out and forgiveness out and say, hey, you broke that trust, but let's put the pieces back together and go back to loving God and loving people and serving again. And so we have to understand that faith is believing without seeing and that trust is really difficult. Broken trust um, is one of the most painful experiences that you will ever have. And you're going to have it multiple times throughout your life. You're, you can't avoid it. And, and if you do, it's because you become a hermit and you isolate your heart and you build walls. And, and God, God doesn't want you to do that. He wants to pick up, he wants you to pick up the broken pieces and give them to him and say, God, this broke. Can you please help me put it back together again? And that's hard, but that's why we have to have our ultimate trust, our ultimate faith in God and who he is and that he works all things together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called that are according to his purpose. If you are saved, if you have that foundation, God's going to take the hurt and he's going to take the brokenness and he's going to take the messy and he's going to take the relationships and the frustration and the struggle and the anger. 
and he can put it back together again and he can build something beautiful that can't exist without him. And that's precious and that's beautiful. And when we can give him the broken pieces and he puts those back together and we go back to loving people hard and building relationships together and knowing that we're going to let each other down and break each other and that that's going to give us the opportunity to love and to forgive and to be the light that God's created us to be in the world, it changes the way we view trust. It changes the way we view faith. It changes the way we view relationships and how it happens when we fail or somebody else fails. And so I just want to challenge you. I know many of you are facing big challenges. You've got big hurts. There's big heartbreak and you're not sure what to do with it or where to go with it or or how to cope with it and put it back together again without isolating or, or building those walls. And I would challenge you and I would encourage you, we have to follow the blueprint that God put out for us. And, and he didn't ever say it was going to be easy. We have to follow God's blueprint, which means putting our absolute faith in him, believing without seeing for eternity, for a life, for tomorrow, to provide, to be our healer, to be our comforter. And those are all things that he says that he is. And if he's not those things, then he's not anything. And, and, in our next episode, I want to talk more about how do we navigate when we feel like God has broken our trust? Because we've all felt like that, where we felt let down or isolated or alone or like the, the heavens are steel and we can't get through and we can't get a hold of God when we need him most or when we're most broken and we're most desperately crying out. And so I want to talk about that. But we have to understand that God's given us a blueprint, that our ultimate faith, our trust is supposed to be in him. We see that in cover, from cover to cover in the Bible. We talked about that in our last episode. But the next thing is, there are going to be times when we're going to put our trust in people, an element of trust or an element in an institution or in a business. And, and that's part of navigating life. But you have to understand that when we put trust in those people or things or places, we are always risking being let down and being hurt and being disappointed. And we have to know what to do when that happens. Not if it happens, but when it happens. And the Bible teaches us that we're supposed to, the Bible says, forgive us our debts. When the Lord's prayer, we're supposed to ask God to forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So as we forgive people is, is the blueprint. We're supposed to forgive. We're supposed to give grace. We're supposed to have mercy. And those are things that are reflections of God that we can't do all by ourselves because living a supernatural life requires supernatural work in our lives. And God offers that where it seems impossible to trust. It seems impossible to forgive. It seems impossible that broken relationships can be put back together again. But guess what? God is in the business of the impossible. That's who he is. He is supernatural. He's not bound by our logic or by our hurt or by our past. And he is the healer and he's the one that can put it back together. And so it means we put elements of trust in other people knowing that it might be broken. And that's okay. We are called to forgive and to love fiercely in spite of it. Because what is more of God than that? What is more powerful than that? And so today I just challenge you. Learn to put your ultimate trust in God and know that when you put your trust in people, it's going to be broken. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to reflect God? Or are you going to isolate? Are you going to lean in? Or are you going to pull back? And there's times when I've done both. And there's times when I get hurt, when I, I do the wrong thing first, where I pull back and I isolate and I get angry. 
and I, and I burn bridges, but by God's grace, I want to build those and I want to love and forgive fiercely and hard because that's got what God's called us to do and who he's called us to be. So hopefully this helps you to equip you to lean in, to love hard, to forgive big, and to put your ultimate trust in the creator God of the universe who loves you fiercely and has done the, given you the ultimate sacrifice for the ultimate brokenness and that he can bring healing. So God bless you. I'm praying for you. Please reach out to me. I'm loving these conversations and talking and just navigating the hard things together. Uh, I look forward to our next episode and we will talk again soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Graceful and Gritty podcast. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or by email at gracefulandgritty at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.